Caldy wants to know, have you ever rubbed peanut butter on your balls and let your dog lick it off? So that's two. <laughs> um, usually, uh, usually someone gets angry at the mall when I do that. So. <laughs> oh, See, so you go to one of those mall stores where like they're selling the puppies? I was going to say the SPCA tells no. me I'm no longer allowed to bring the peanut butter in with me. No, that's a that's a quintessential Nick Tar joke that I just stole. So he just he does that all the time. Takes an appropriate situation and just puts it into like a public scene. Very good. Very well done. Yeah, he'd be proud of you right now. Except for he'll never listen to this. He's not one of the seven and a half. <laughs> oh, he's he's gonna listen. Okay, can... so Ryko fifty eight wants to know why are you such a douche. I feel like we've we we've been there already. Uh, though. Are they telling you? <laughs> well, you know, fuck you, fuck you, Ryko, because he beat me in the Centaur playoffs. Sorry, in the championship game, and I'm the rightful fucking champion of Centaur. Like it would have been perfect because I would have I would have reminded the the FLA that every single week that I was the champion, yeah. it would have been nauseating. I wanted to be the champion so bad, not because I mean, it was only twenty dollar league, but it's good. I'm glad it was, but just so I could be an asshole. Every week, and I lost that opportunity. He had a he had a juggernaut team. He had such a great team. I actually got auto drafted in the middle a sixteen team league. So in eighth round, ESPN starts auto drafting defenses and kickers. So I had three defenses and a kicker auto drafted because I lost connection. So I was behind the eight ball from go, but I had uh, I had Le'Veon Bell and Mike Evans, and then I dealt Le'Veon Bell for David Johnson because Rose just loves Bell. And I was fine with that. And it was just it was simple trade. You know, wasn't a whole lot there. But David Johnson had some big weeks. And, you know, I just I just fell short. He had, he had a juggernaut team, though. You got fucked when he got hurt. That was week 17, though. We ran it in 16. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I would say that was at the, the Wasn't it? Last I, think, I think so. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. I, so when he, when he got hurt, I immediately texted a friend of mine. And I told him that uh, Johnson, I, I said, I think he might be done for the year, like all of next year. And he's like, no, you're fucking with me. So I sent him a, a picture yeah. of the video, and he's like, "Oh my oh, god!" I'm like, "Dude, that video is like, crushing." I'm a big fan of, of like of, of of big studs, you know. I know that's that's a great drop for you. You should start doing drops. That's a good one. Uh, but like, if you're if you're a great player, I'm a big fan of you. Like, I'm I'm a fan of LeBron James because I don't want to miss out on the greatness that is LeBron James and just hate him for the sake of it. So when I see a guy get hurt like that, I was really hoping that he wouldn't be hurt and it wouldn't be that bad. And that looked like the video was so strange. It looked like that he was in three different directions yep. and it just turned out to be something that was, you know, just a strain. So great, great for him. You know, maybe that's just his superior body that, that saved him on that one. But I was glad he wasn't out for the app for, you know, the start of next year or anything yet. So are you a fan of Tom Brady? Oh, I, I have to be, I have to respect it. I do. And there's a lot of, and I shouldn't be because the year of of um, the year of Spygate was the year he beat my Eagles, and Jeremiah Trotter, who's one of my favorite players of all time, flat out came out and said they were calling out the plays, they were calling out our defenses in in detail at the line of scrimmage. They knew what we were doing, and we just had no shot, and that just kills me. And, I, and Trotter, you know, he's all over the ESP, uh, sorry, uh, Philadelphia like sports sports radio. He's not just some idiot. That was just like popping off, and, and just wanted to say something stupid. He said, he said yeah, "I remember he said it a few times, and he finally said one time, I'm going to say it one more time, and I stop. They don't want to come off as a hater. I don't want to come off as that guy that's just bitter. But they knew our plays. They knew our plays, and we had, and we we gave it the best we could. And he also was also adamant that Donovan Nab did not vomit 
but I'm not so uh, – he wasn't on the field, so I, I, I'm not going to take his word for it on that one. So the, the year that the, uh, the Rams played the Patriots in the Super Bowl, if you get with the Rams defensive players, they'll tell you the exact same things. Uh, they all say that yeah. they were calling the plays at the line. They knew exactly what they were doing. That they they knew their schemes. They knew their coverage. They knew they knew the play basically before the defense knew what the play was. And you know, there's there's a level of of knowing. There's a level of of preparation that some teams are going to have over others. And then there's cheating. And I'm not I'm not the kind of guy that wants to sit here and just disgrace them. Period. But. And Tom Brady still has to make the throws. He still has got to put the ball in between the, the numbers of the chest. He's still, I think, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And what he's doing right now is pretty impressive. I thought that Super Bowl was awful. And then when he, what he did was amazing. I'll always remember it. This is such my good buddy, the Bills fan. And he just did want, not want to see it happen. At 28-3, I looked at him and I said, you know what's going to happen? Tom Brady's going to win this game. And he just got so angry, and for, and it just and then it just escalated the entire game <laughs> until until it happened. And he goes, "Get the fuck out of my house." <laughs> I'm so I, I, the reason I love that game is I'm a Bucks fan, so I don't understand the guys that are SEC guys. Like if you're a if you're a Gators fan, I have no idea why you like Alabama in in the championship game. I'm gonna root for the SEC. They're fucking rivals. Oh, like I, I don't like NFC. Like and everyone's like, I'm an MS, I'm an NFC guy. It's like, no. If I see the Giants, if I see the Cowboys, the Redskins, fuck them. Exactly. Like especially if you know that that team beat us. Like there's definitely some teams that just rub you the wrong way in your own in your own conference. That you just, I'm not. I, I, I like to. Sometimes I like to root for the underdog. But, you know, sometimes, like I wrote it for the Patriots when they played Seattle because I just couldn't stand how smug Seattle is. I can't stand Pete Carroll. You know, he screwed over USC and just left and left them in shambles. I think that's bullshit. And I think he's a swindler. So that uh, I was, I was, you know, I rooted for the Patriots that time, and that was one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time with Malcolm Butler picking that ball from the end zone. So, well, you know. They, so as a Bucks fan, I feel the same way about this Super Bowl because I don't want – so only right now in, in our – in, in the South, only Tampa and New Orleans have championships. And if the Panthers and the mm-hmm. Falcons never fucking get one, it'll make me so happy yeah. at the end of every year. So I uh, get it. With you. So so when they lost the way they did, and it doesn't hurt that we have a guy at work that's a Falcons fan that kept telling me over and over and over again how they were going to win. That was that would be me, Jason. Nope, not you. You're not a Falcons fan. <laughs> no, we I'm actually not. have a diehard <laughs> fucking Falcons fan. Who kept coming in and say, "Oh, they're going to win. They're going to win, Matt. You're not going to be able to stop all the weapons." And at twenty-eight to three, I'm going, "God damn, going into work sucks, tomorrow. Yeah. Going into work tomorrow's gonna suck so bad." And then it happened, and, then and the next back. day was glorious, and the dude didn't come around. <laughs> and, and I want, I want to see that. That's the thing. I want. I don't want to see a blowout. I've watched plenty of blowouts growing up. You know, the Seattle Denver game was awful, and I was rooting for Denver. I like Manning, and that just sucks. And I want to see history, and we saw it. And it just, it sucks that it's Brady and Belichick doing it, but it is cool to see. And we'll talk about it to our kids and whatnot. Yep. All right, so let's we're going to move on to the the next question. Uh, yeah. which, which rookie running back will be the best outside of the top three? And at this point, um, the, the combine's already happened, and anybody who yeah. paid attention to the combine, it's really hard to tell who the top three running backs are. Um, I got interest in Perrine, and I know he put up thirty on 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 the bench. And that's just you know when you see a guy that strong, you have to you have to think like he's going to have something other guys don't. 
Um, I don't, uh, the top three, I, I know there's, you know, Cook, Fournette. I actually think the third one is kind of up for grabs, personally. So I, I guess maybe people think it's McCaffrey. Yeah, I guess that's fine. Or or maybe Mixon. But I like Kareem. I, I pro- I'll probably look at him a little bit sooner. I, I mean, I like strength. His strength is a big a big part of the NFL and, being and you know, just toughing out yards and whatnot. So I like him. I got, a guy I've kind of liking for dynasty purposes is uh Isaiah I believe it's Isaiah Wood, I believe is his last name. Uh he had a, a really down year last year, but his sophomore year he rushed for seventeen touchdowns and something like thirteen hundred yards and he had a, a very good uh pro day not pro day, uh combine uh showing. So I think his stock's going up. Yeah, I really do think after after the the guys you know it's going to be a tough fan. It's going to be a tough dynasty draft. I don't. So after, after the combine and the way everybody performed, I really don't see a first round running back in that draft. I don't, I, there's, there's nobody that jumps off the screen. I know people are really high on Delvin cook. Uh, he didn't show very much explosiveness and Fournette. Uh, I can't get behind that. See, the problem is I don't buy, I don't buy the combine. As a, for explosiveness, we've seen explosiveness on the field with Dalvin Cook against top flight talent, against good defenses. We've seen explosiveness. I don't care if he shows it in a straight line run on a on a uh, on a freaking weekday in shorts with pads on. Yeah, I can agree with that. The dude's explosive. You know what I mean? So one bad combine day. I I don't think he was playing against the greatest defenses though. Jason. Well, no, he wasn't. Again. I said he was playing against. He did play some top flight defenses in not, his career. Not, and, and okay, I'll give you. I his mean, career. in his in his college oh, and, uh, career. And, uh, and quick little sidebar, since we're talking serious right now. Yeah. I got out of my truck. I'm pissing. I'm pissing on my fence right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an electric fence, is it? Because that'd be kind of interesting. No, no, it's just a nice little wood fence. But you know, I need to get out and take a piss. So well, no, so, I just wanted everyone to know that. So, so we can tell you're in Philadelphia. We can hear your guys's. Uh, uh, motto going around in the background or your anthem, the police sirens. Oh, oh! It was, I, I live right near a hospital, so they, that's always going off. But yeah, that, uh, that's probably accurate. I have to say, I'm impressed because just this morning, um, my my wife went to work early, and I had to move my car from behind hers before I started getting anyone ready. And I peed outside, and I thought to myself, you know what? I really like having my balls out <laughs> in the breeze and peeing outside. Oh, I pee in my, I pee in my yard, man. I got a, I got a fence. I got a, you know, a privacy fence because my neighbors are, are fucking insane. But um, I got a privacy fence and I piss everywhere. It's great. I love pissing outside. We used to actually, my, my good buddy and I, my parents have a great porch. And we were from like 17 until, until whatever, whenever we hung out on that porch. Um, it's a kind of a secluded spot. So we even just pissed right off the porch. And she used to have beautiful flowers out front, like hydrangea <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. You killed them? No, she did. And, and then, no, no, we didn't kill them. Actually, we kept them alive. We never pissed on them. We'd always piss it off the porch onto the grass if we could. And when we stopped peeing there, the deer came and ate everything. Oh, okay. Our piss scared off the deer. So you were marking yeah, the territory. Piss literally, uh, kept, we marked the territory and the deer wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that story, but yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm like, okay, I don't know where to story. go with this. I do like it. It's a great story. Uh, it is a great story. <laughs> all right, so uh, we got a couple more questions here from uh, Ryko58. He wants to know how you tote the line of Madman and Savage and a Gentleman. I'll reread. Uh, 
I'm I'm gonna how read... do you tote the line of Madman and Savage Gentleman? Um, I take my own roofies, so I've created a bit of like a tolerance for them. <laughs> so you know, I can, I can, I can walk that line now. Right. Now he wants to know about your erections. He wants to know if you, if he gets a, if you get an erection in gym shorts, do you tuck it up or do you show everyone your flag raising? Oh uh, well, I mean, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it means I got the gym, and I only get boners in the men's locker room, so I'm naked already. <laughs> and I was gonna say he has to be talking about you because George and I don't go to the gym, nope. n- nor nor do we wear gym shorts. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I'm I'm in gym shorts right now. I'm always in gym shorts, and I I, I just you know I, I like to be comfortable. Uh, Ryko58 wants to know if you can explain the ending of Lost to him. Were they all dead? Were they all in hell? Oh yeah, I got this. This is uh, I watched the show. It it pissed me off. Yeah, it, it drove me nuts. So I have a very concise answer for this. Just bear with me. I'll, I'll try not to make it too long. No, nope, fine. I, I don't know what to say. Next question. Very good. <laughs> uh, is next question. So is I this... hated it. It drove me nuts. Is This Is Us just a really serious version of How I Met Your Mother? I haven't watched it, but it seems it seems like, you know, How I Met Your Mother has a lot of heart. And that's one of my favorite shows ever. I've rewatched that, yeah, that series like a bunch of times. Like whenever we don't know what to watch, we throw that on. And I, I think it has a lot of heart. I think it kind of like helps you grow up as you're watching it because it just shows you like how you know leave the bar scene and become an adult and whatnot. So it seems like this is us has a lot of heart to it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it, but I've never watched this is us. Uh, I have to say that my wife wrote me into watching the first couple episodes against my will. Cause I thought, okay, I, you know, the old turn in your man card, whatever BS. Um, so I, so she wrote me into watching the first couple and then they were fucking sad. But really well acted, and there were some twists in there. They were, yeah. There were some twists in there, and it's... Oh, th- oh this, you're talking about This Is Us. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I haven't okay, watched How it, You Met yeah. Your Mother. Yeah, so so This Is Us is really fucking sad, but really well acted. It's actually a really good show, so, I, you know, I, I have to admit I well, watched it. I'm not good. against it. I just haven't... I haven't got around... I have interest. Like, it seems like it's a, you know one of those shows that just can kind of compel you a bit, but, you know... I like to escape reality if I can. I, I've never seen either show, so I've got no comment on either show. And I haven't seen How I've Met Your Mother yet, but I, it's on the it's on the list of things to watch when I can get to Netflix or wherever it's on. Yeah, well, watch it chronologically. You know that it helps a lot. All right, Whip All right. is Whip is back anyway. with a couple more questions, and <laughs> it's a little more stalkerish this time. So, uh, what is your street name? You no, know, when I saw this one, I actually laughed because it was so strange. Like when I saw it on the actual uh, shout, it was just funny, and I just laughed out loud because yeah, he is kind of stalkerish like that. Um, there's there's a, there's a couple streets around me that like in like the Lancaster area, which is like 30 minutes out, where it's like Bird in Hand meets Paradise, Paradise meets Intercourse, and Blue Balls. I kid you not. That's an intersection. That's a fucking intersection, and it's Amish town. It's the Amish town. So it's 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 like a fucking bad joke that they played on the Amish. That in their town of Lancaster, which is all Amish, it's all you know the carts. You have to be very respectful of the horse-drawn carriages and whatnot. There's blue balls, paradise, uh, bird in hand, and intercourse. It's an intersection. <laughs> so honestly, when I first read it, because I didn't know any of that. 
Um, my first, my first thought was like, you had a street nickname or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I didn't really think he was being stalkerish, but now I know. Yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of read it as what's your, what, what, what's the name of your street you you're on? Then I read it again. I'm like, oh, street name. Okay. You know, T-Bone, something stupid like that. <laughs> right. But no, I, it's nothing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the next question he asks, and I'm going to answer this. Um, he goes, why does everyone act like they forgot about Dre? And the answer is because they're a bunch of hypocrites. Everybody's heard the fucking song. That two jerk man wants to know if Jason's going to forget to hit the record button. Almost. <laughs> that would be bad. That yeah. would suck. I keep checking it to make sure it's still recording. All right, so we're going to rapid fire some some Nictar ones. Can brother get a little piece? Uh, not not until he sees his not until he sees his due. Can't do it. Kill, bang, rape, marry. FLA users. <laughs> I have to stop this because that's not that's less of a question and it sounds like more of a suggestion or something he wants to do. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this a little bit more interesting. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stick with the theme of the centaurs. Kill, bang, rape, marry centaurs. Go. All right. Um, I'm gonna kill Jake because it would just piss him off so much that a centaur killed him. He would just get so angry. He'd be like, "Man, I thought you guys were my friends. Fuck you guys." Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna bang Max, Mister 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 Twenty Thirteen, because it seems like he's got some weekend long longevity. Um, and don't get that. It seems like he knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, he he doesn't shoot blanks. Uh, rape? Well, I've already raped MJ Baller with the trade. Uh, after that, I think, I think, uh, I don't know. That's, I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that one just, just because. Okay. <laughs> and then Mary, I'm, I'm going to marry Nick. He's my man. I love Nick. <laughs> Aww. Aww, that's so uh, there's no, there's no dick without Nick and I need him. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll rape Rose just because his ass would get so red. <laughs> so red. From one ginger to another, <laughs> we almost we almost yeah. made that through. We almost made it through there without the rape. We were like, we were so, so close. close to having no rape in this episode. I just heard it back in my head that they're going to bitch me for copping out on that. So you know, and, and Rose would probably be the first one. So, <laughs> By the so way, he gets raped c- for it. <laughs> Centaurs, you are in his dome. <laughs> oh yeah. So if hot dogs are lips and assholes, how come he can't taste the asshole? <laughs> Uh, I guess you know. I don't know. He just hasn't tried hard enough. Yeah. Nick, yeah, Nick, Nick puts these out there, and sometimes there's no answer. <laughs> what wouldn't LeBron do to latch onto a team that he thinks can win? Oh, probably join, join Golden State. He wouldn't do that. I like Kevin Durant. I got a bit. Yeah, I think it's the one thing he wouldn't do. He wouldn't join Kevin. He wouldn't join those guys. That's probably his only blacklisted team is the guys from Golden State. That's Bogut, and Bogut joined and broke his leg broke his in, like, three minutes. That's fucking brutal. So, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> what? Uh, Nick Tar, why does no one talk about how much Carson Wentz looks like Prince Harry? I actually thought that was pretty good when I read that. Um, and then I brought it up to my wife, and I was like, do you think that? And she thinks Carson Wentz is good looking, and she didn't see it. But I guess, you know, it's that, like, you know, prejudice, oh, all redheads look alike. I was just going to say nobody talks about Carson Wentz. That's not true. Yeah. Okay, predictions on what the Eagles... James, James, James Winston. James Winston. That's, that's a joke, just saying his name. 
<laughs> How many wins do you guys have this year? I'm not worried about this year. Hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just noticing of the three of us. My, my team is the only one that made the playoffs this year. I'm just throwing that out there. I would be too. I, I wouldn't hold on to that, man. No, really no. listen. As a Dolphin fan, no, <laughs> no, no. So as a Dolphin fan, I have to hold on to that. Because they don't, it doesn't happen like you know every two or three years. That's all I got. That's, that's, that's all I got. I got nothing. I got I got the Dolphins making the playoffs this year. I got the the one year that we won the AFC Championship when Tom Brady got injured for the year, and I've got Jason Taylor going to the Hall of Fame, dude. That's it. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Jay Ajaya is going to be the first person to die on the field this year. I ever. Ag- I absolutely he's, agree. He's just going to implode. I yeah. agree. I don't think it's so, good. I'm, I'm selling that guy. If anyone's listening for fantasy advice, I'm selling that fucking guy. I'm not trusting that. No, no, you can't trust that. No. I, I agree. And the only reason he's going to die on the field is because they don't trust their quarterback. So they're going to hand it to him so many times. Hey, they trust Matt yeah. Moore. You, you, you leave Matt Moore alone. He's the greatest of all times. So predictions on what the Eagles do, how Howie Roseman is the most exciting figure of the NFL offseason. <laughs> hey, if they pull off this Brandon Cooks deal, and I think they need to, uh, where it is that they want a first-round pick, but no one's offered it yet. Besides the Patriots, who offered a 32nd overall, which is basically a second-round pick, the Titans have the 5th and the 18th, so the Eagles have the 14th, so they have the upper hand to get this done. Brandon Cooks makes $1.5 million next year, and they have a club option for like 1.4 the year afterwards, or something stupid like that. It's the ultimate answer. I believe in Brandon Cooks. He, he he requires somebody to be a one deep safety on every play. You can have a heavy set, one wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. One guy's got to stand deep because of that guy. I'd really like to see that get done. If that gets done, I'd love that. There was a tweet that just came out earlier that said that Kenny Britt was in Atlantic City bragging about signing an a, a Eagles contract. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. So, <laughs> so, I not want... so let me ask you this. I didn't know what the so, – let me let me ask you this real quick, Tiger. As an Eagles fan, I need your opinion on something. Who would you rather have on your team, Deshaun Jackson or Kenny Stills? Um, see, they're that's purely money, purely money. I don't really believe in Stills. I think Stills is the kind of guy that will make the top safety bite, but every once in a while, teams just gonna be like, screw it. This guy's not that good. We're not. We're not gonna. We're not really gonna trust that speed because he hasn't really proven it yet. Now he could, and if he performs in a few games, then you have to trust it. You have. You have to play on it. But um, I don't really want to see Deshaun Jackson back. Not because I don't like him. Not because you know any reason. I think it'd be nice to see him return on good terms. I just. He's gonna just, want too much, he's, right? He's a little bit. He's gonna want a little bit too much. He's not. He's not. He's not part of the future. It's just. I'd like to see moves for the future right now. So, and the reason I, I bring this up is a, you are, are an Eagles fan and B Jason and I were discussing this uh, prior to giving you a call. And I, I kept trying to tell him Kenny stills would be a better fit for the bucks than Deshaun Jackson, because Deshaun Jackson has too many injury histories. He's getting up there in age. He's going to want too much money and you can go in and get Kenny stills, sign him for three or four years you're going to pay a lot less money for him, and he's going to basically do the exact same thing that Deshaun Jackson does, but he's younger and better. Yeah, but in my well, own- I, I still think Jackson's going to have more value, period, next year. But is it going? To, is, is the amount of value going to equal the amount of dollars you have to pay more for him, or you know, the, the way you set back, you know, the whole? I just, I just don't see. I think Jackson should go to a contender, but he's going to go where he can get it, get the most money because there's been. 
a lot of talk in Philly about that guy did not spend his money well. He AI'd his money, so he <laughs> wants another big contract. Well, and here's the thing for Tampa. We have, I think, that we, like, I'm on the team, but Tampa has, like, the third or fourth most salary cap to spend. Um, yeah. A lot of our contracts are good, at least f- through this year. So if you give a guy like Deshaun Jackson a couple of years on a contract that's really big, you're not hurting yourself long term, obviously. You have the money to waste now, and you're getting the better option of the two wide receivers. So I take it. You know, I take a couple years of that guy and then hope to draft a guy that you're that's going to end up being your long-term option. So that, that's why I'd say Jackson. Yeah, I, I- I think it's close. I mean, I don't think there's a I don't think there's a definitive answer there where one way is going to work out way better than the other. Okay, so next question is Nictar asks, "What is Sleeper Wire's deal? Is he trying to be funny or weird?" <laughs> no, like those two questions you asked, uh, I've seen them before. They're strange. He's kind, they're kind of all over the place. Uh, I don't I've never been to their site. I don't I know if they have a podcast. I don't know, but it's always been a little odd. And the, and right off the bat. Have their logo looking the way it does. It just threw me. So I think their 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 account for as long as their account's been on FLA, like their prop total is pretty low, all of them, and it just that's indicative of just kind of putting up strange shouts. I don't know Sleeper Wire enough to. I don't say really know either. either. Um, I I I really don't either. I, I I'm in a few chats with him. He posts quite a bit in uh, the Clock Dodgers chat. He's also a, a big wrestling fan. Um, so that's he, what's wrong with him. I just, I, I <laughs> well, just know I've thrown, I've thrown a lot of shade his way, and one time he was like, "What's with all the hate, man?" I'm like, "I don't know." He just, yeah, he, he, he's he's he's, he's a good dude. Um, they 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 do have a a podcast. I do listen to it. Um, it, it's it's a pretty good podcast. Uh, like I said, they they post a lot in the the wrestling chat. Don't sell it too hard. Don't sell it too no, hard. No, he's he's giving you shit no. for going. Hey, you know I listen to that podcast. <laughs> Fuck, it's all right. I mean, no, it's a good it's, podcast. It's no Nick in the Dick. <laughs> it, it, it's no BFTG, Legendary. but Legendary I mean. <laughs> so, are you a ha 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 guy or an LOL guy? Uh, LOL is what you know, like teenagers and little girls say. So I say ha ha, and ha ha allows you to like. If I give you like ha ha, it's funny. But if I if I make it go on for a while, you know, you crack me up. So. I do the ha-ha's. It Burns wants to know, if you had the option to cure cancer or all STDs, which would you choose? Yeah, I, I delved into that one a little bit myself, and I actually thought that was a good question. But in the end, I think it's cancer because, I mean, just not to get heavy again, but, you know, childhood cancer is ridiculous, and that shouldn't be a thing, but it is. I know a lot. I know we all die of cancer one day, like a lot of us do. That's just kind of like a natural cause. There's almost cancer anymore at a certain age. But STDs, originally I thought like, oh, STDs, maybe you go with that because one night of screwing up gives you this terrible, you know, problem. But yeah, you still screw up. And someone who had cancer probably didn't screw up. Now, you may have eaten too much processed food or smoked. But, you know, I, I think in the end, I'm, I'm curing cancer. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the reason. Put a fucking condom on. And like, how many? What percentage of STDs yeah. did you just avoid? It, it, it mitigates so much of it. There's no condom for cancer, right? <laughs> so, so I'm. To- I mean, just serious answer here. De- you definitely cure cancer, and and fuck guys, yeah. just put a condom condom on first. It cures yeah. you of possibly having kids when you don't want one, and then second, it yeah. keeps you from having an STD. And that that's our uh, public service announcement. Wrap for- it. It burns. Ask does dick fish smell like tuna? He actually smells really good. I bathe him every day. I take care of him. You know, I told you, I, I care about this guy. I put him in the bed before my son. So 
That's why I was. That's why I was almost late this podcast. It was Dick Fish, not myself. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Twenty Thirteen, how do you feel about Trump and the direction of this country? Jesus Christ, he knows I get triggered by this. <laughs> um, yeah, it's bad. Let's just go with that. Before we go nuts on that, I, I've spent too many times battling just artards in the political chat. I can't do it. I'm just gonna let that ride. I am honestly, I'm so glad to finally have a guest on here that agrees with me. Yeah, it's, it's it's you know, he has no clue what he's doing, and it's it's embarrassing at this point. And I'm moderate. I'm I'm not your your crunchy liberal. You know, oh, have sex with everybody. You know, I I'm very much down the middle. I own two guns. I'm proud of it. You know, I I I'm not the kind of guy that just gets angry over every little sensitive thing. But you know, yeah, he he's out of his mind. So let me ask you this, because I asked I asked George this before the show, and he's still he's you know he's he's a Trump guy, so. Um, do you think there's something there with the Russian connection? Um, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire. That's an easy, that's an easy answer, but there's a lot of smoke. And yeah, and at this point, I don't trust politics worth a continental dam. Uh, that's why I don't really stand on one side or the other. And, you know, if they're looking for a reason to get this fucker out of here, Russia's a great one. But, <laughs> you know, I... I think I think it'll I think it'll 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 shove itself out. Although I do think somehow, you know, we made we made a huge scandal over Hillary and her emails. And yes, it was fucked up, and she screwed up, and she's she's not someone I supported in any way. I was a Bernie guy, uh, but you know, I feel like Trump just keeps like going, oh whatever, I got something else to say, and everyone goes, oh pretty picture, nice colors, and they change and they just divert from all the ridiculous things he's done. Well, I, and I said it a lot. I said it a lot, especially during the election. If anybody else ran the campaign he ran, they wouldn't be president. Like, there's. I'd be buried. You, you know, Howard Dean. Makes Meanwhile, it, I think if anyone else ran against Trump besides Hillary, I think they'd beat him. And I would. I, would I, think, I think she just ran a. I, I told Jason I completely terrible. agree with that statement. I, I Any, anybody don't. else terrible. other than Hillary, they would have. They Bernie would have squashed him. Well, the Bernie problem. Would have I don't him. think so. The, the problem yeah, is, is Bernie didn't get a fair shake. So, That's his problem. He, no, he, 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 got he, he got screwed completely by the DNC. This, this, that, or the other. But and that was actually the biggest. Yeah, that was the biggest. That was the biggest thing that happened during that during the election was the DNC screwed Bernie, and we had a real shot at something special. I think with Bernie Sanders, I think there was finally a guy who gave a fuck about this country and its future, like actually did, and that's so rare in politics. And you know, I think we we squandered that. But see, look, I and I like I like Bernie. I like what he stood for. The dude wouldn't have won. And here and here's why. You you know why Bernie Sanders still has a good political name? Because he was never going to be the Democratic uh, nominee for president. You know why Hillary's and that name kind of feeds into the whole idea. You know yeah. why you know why Hillary's name is is shit. Because she was always going to be the Democratic nominee for president. So oh yeah, so I saw, years, so I saw months before. The month before the election, they were amping up on CNN, Bush versus Clinton, and people hadn't even really this was this was um, a Jeb, Jeb versus Clinton is what they were amping up months before. But I'm not like, e- any campaign even started. I'm not even saying that. What I'm saying is, years ago when Hillary Clinton was still Secretary of State, they started trying to find shit to attack her on. Her, her. Yeah. If you go back and look at her poll numbers, that. if you go back and look at her poll numbers, mm-hmm. and George is just being quiet because he's completely on the other side. Um, if you go back and look at her poll numbers it. before the Benghazi stuff, which, by the way, how many people died? How many 
times can you go after her and after her and after her and find nothing except prove again and again and again that she wasn't culpable, but keep going after her and then come out and say, literally say, it did what we wanted it to do, her numbers have dropped. And that's the interesting thing about the world we live in right now is that we are no longer accountable for our research. We're just like, what it comes down to is, can we reach the most amount of people with the most, you know, impressive shock value line that gets people to spike? There was a thing that went around the uh, Facebook for a while that was like, Bernie Sanders can still win for the presidency. Like, here's how. And you clicked on it. And then they were like, no, he can't. He can't win. (laughs) But I got you to click. I got, but I got you to click this. Because you thought he could. You want read so the fucking desperately. article and you'll find out. Yeah, but read this article and you'll find out he can't and you have to deal with it. And this is a much bigger problem right now. People just reading something and going, that's fucking gospel. And they're, then they're gaslighted. Well, isn't, you, just, you just described Huffington Post to a T. I just so, want to throw that out actually, there. You well, just, not just Huffington Post. You no, just no, no, about, no. You know, Breitbart does the same exact actually, same thing. You, you honestly yeah, just described exactly, Trump's yeah. Twitter feed to a T. Well, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, uh, yeah, he did too. And, and, I mean, and just, Alex Jones and Infowars, those nut nut bags over there. Yeah, I'm, I don't even know who that but, is. But just this, I mean, according to Jason, yeah, according to Jason, I know who he is. But I, I, I've never watched Infowars before. Just this week. Well, you know him because Trump says everything he says, so that's why you know him. <laughs> that's oh, okay. how you know. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's within a day of him posting something, it, it hits a tweet. Um. Anyway, so we got way more political than. But you know, <laughs> yeah, that's not on, where I wanted to go. God, honestly, fuck felt, you, Geo. Yeah. <laughs> it felt so good talking to somebody who feels the same way I do. I sit across from this Neanderthal all, all week and not anymore. You don't. Oh, that's true. We don't work together anymore, but nope. I've um, moved on to greener pasture, sir. I no longer have to worry about doing your job. And it looks like I'm the new co-host anyway. So <laughs> Wait, uh, this is th- the first time I've ever been a guest on my own show. This is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a terrible guest. <laughs> Don't have me back, please. I don't mind sleeping in on Sunday mornings. All right, assholes. It's 9 o'clock. Let's get moving. All right. (laughs) Fuck, it is 9 o'clock. Jesus Jesus Christ. Hold on. What time? Hour and 42 minutes. It's okay. I mean, I've got like 42 minutes of editing. Yeah. Um... To make this thing halfway listenable. What what was the next? We're going to skip 75. Uh... Oh, wait. No, I like that one. Would would T.O. be in the Hall of Fame if he's white? Mr. 2013. That was someone... that was someone's uh, shout. I think it was like like money sign stormtrooper guy. Um, I don't know. I, I think Tio's got a bad rap about his being a teammate. There's a lot of guys that came out and said like, you know, there's nothing over and above that he was or wasn't as far as a teammate. Like it just and his numbers are just incredible. Okay. You know, I don't. I don't think you. I think keeping him out of the out of the out of the Hall of Fame is just disgracing the Hall of Fame for the moment. I agree. I mean. If you look purely on his numbers, he should be in the Hall of Fame right now. Just based solely upon yeah. numbers. It doesn't matter. I mean, Lawrence Taylor did crack. OJ Simpson killed people. It, it <laughs> I mean, well, it doesn't matter. Well, They're look, in the Hall of Fame. Look, though, if OJ Just because he was a bad teammate, that does not mean he's not worthy to be in the Hall of Fame. If, his if o- numbers justify him being if, in there. If OJ, his performance on the field justifies <laughs> him being in the Hall of Fame. If OJ Simpson killed somebody before he got Hall of Fame status, he wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, That's, that's not true. Ray Lewis. Next question. He didn't kill anybody. Uh, man. Marvin, <laughs> Marvin Harrison. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so I, I think he deserves to be in there. I, I think yeah. he has a bad public persona, and that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. I don't think it has anything to do with whether he's white or black. I, I think he'll be in the... I think Which he, is a shame, because 
the media is voting on this, and he was a gold mine for them, and they're just like blacklisting him. It's like he was a gold mine for you guys. He helped you guys write articles. You know, he helped. He helped you guys talk about shit, and I, you're blacklisting him. I think it, T.O. belongs. I think T.O. belongs in there more so than uh, Ocho Cinco. Ah, uh, easily. I would take T.O. over Ocho Cinco in a heartbeat for for a career. Yep. All right, Japan MD says, "What did you have for dinner Monday night?" Uh, yeah, we always do something nice on Monday nights because Mondays suck. Uh, we uh, we just had this Monday. We just had uh, like a um, I made like a lemon risotto and a nice dinner, like a ribeye. Like we, 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 the first time I told him that we had like prime rib uh, cheeseburgers, and he, and I spent way too much money on it, but they were fucking incredible. <laughs> you know, so he always wants to know what we have on dinner on Monday nights because I always do something a little bit special. All right, I'll throw mine out there because I'm pretty sure uh, he doesn't care. Uh, I I did a pork loin, sous vide pork loin, delicious. I'll I'll throw mine out there on Monday night. I had Subway, eat fresh. Uh, okay, so oh, that's why you're huge. We're gonna we're gonna rank them. We're gonna rank. <laughs> we're gonna rank them and say that uh, yours was better than mine. Mine was better than George's. No, only, only reason I got throw. So I feel like I need to justify my Subway. No, you don't. The only reason we had that is because my wife burnt the pork chops. She was cooking pork chops and she, oh. burnt, and she she burnt them and they were terrible. So I said, "Fuck this, we're gonna go." They're hard enough to eat to begin with. Yeah. So all right, no, nobody likes a dried up pork chop. Trust me. Mixer twenty thirteen. Once no. in a while, you're an internet bully, and we've covered that. Dan. Yeah. Dan mate wants to know who is the better brother, me or AJ? Oh, it's Dan. I like Dan. And then I think fuck you, AJ. I like Dan. <laughs> and I think Dan wanted to make sure that's part of every podcast going forward. So I guess maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll add that to a weekly thing. We'll ask all our guests that, and they why won't not? know why. Why not? Our Ruxin wants to know what came first, the fish or the dick? Uh, I guess the fish, because I actually made the fish face first, and I was just like, "This is kind of funny, but it's not that funny." And then I put the dick on it, and I left. So it's the yeah, the fish came first, then the dick. All right. He wants to also know why is it is it always sunny in Philadelphia? Uh, that's uh, it's, it's all about it's all about speed. He also would want to know: Do you would you rather global warming or global cooling? Uh, warming, I get the frost and the cold. Oh, but you know, I'm taking either way. Cool. We're gonna fucking die. So I'm taking cooling because it's fucking hot. Yeah, I'm taking cooling as well. It's we're in Florida. It's fucking hot here, like always. We had like our our winter this year was like a couple days in the fifties. Yep. Like literally, like a weekend in the fifties was our whole winter. And then uh, up, so- uh, up in Philly here, we've only had like two back to back days of, of of actually freezing temperatures. And we usually, you know, we're not we're no Buffalo or Boston, but it gets nasty here, and it just hasn't been at all. Yeah. So global cooling for me, please. Uh, R. Ruxin wants to know what's your best parenting experience. Uh, as soon as my son came out. Just happenstance, but he was flipping a bird. I have a picture of it. He's laying on my wife's chest, and his middle finger's out. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, fucking kid. He's fuck, your son. I, I don't. I don't. I don't need a. I don't need a test, doc. You could. You could put that away. That's mine. <laughs> so, so the, yeah. the the greatest thing right now with me and my son is that he still points using his middle finger. He's four. <laughs> nice. He's so like he'll point at something. He so I tried to show him the other day. Okay, point with this finger. Point with this finger instead. And I used my left hand. And so with his left hand, he'll point with the right finger now. But when he switches to his right hand, back to the middle finger. <laughs> like, I didn't show him how to point with the right hand. So he's just going to keep flipping the bird with that one. Muscle memory. Uh, what is your worst parenting experience? Oh, yeah. The little guy had like a little fuzzy on his dick. 
and it looked like it was dangerously close to going into because we didn't circumcise him. Is that fucking fucked up? So I'm trying. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, I got to pull this little fuzzy out before it gets into his dick, and I'm trying to grab it, and he pisses right in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mine is with my. I was always taught like, yeah, you got you got to be cleanly oh. down there. You got oh. you got to keep it, you know, keep it clean, keep it wiped. <laughs> yep. They they yeah. make those little um they they make those little tip cover things that you put over his dick. So when you're changing him or whatever, the when the cold air oh, hits him, it much. I'll, I'll take getting pissed on every once in a while. It's fine. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> I can deal with it. See, I thought I'd be way worse about that stuff. Um, you know, piss oh, yeah, shit. I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, he, he he threw up in my beard, and I just had this like clump in my beard, and I just took a bunch of pictures of it and thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the the worst part about that is the smell lingers for like a yes, while. It does. Even if oh, you, yeah. no matter oh, how yeah. many times you wash it, it's in your nostrils. Yep, and you're just yeah, you, you got to grind it out. Yeah. Um. So my worst was I was at we had a company picnic when I worked for the space shuttle program, and we had it was like the first year we were going to it with my daughter. And we get all the way there, and she has the biggest shit blowout you can even imagine. Like, car seat, all the way up her back to her, like, the back of her neck. She erupted. Yeah, it was, oh my god. Well, actually, yeah. Yeah, actually, you know what, that, that kind of, you know, sometimes things spring your mind. I went up to Boston, and it was the worst trip of my life, because everything went wrong. Everything went wrong, and I was there to marry, be the officiant for my two good friends. And that went well. The wedding went great. Everyone thought I did a great job. I was really happy about that. But the rest of the trip was absolutely hell. And we were starving on the way, on the way back. We grab McDonald's. My wife breastfeeds him. And then we get on the plane and this fucking kid just shits everywhere. I have a no joke. I have a, I, I'm in the middle seat and I'm giving she, I'm giving her the, the window. I have a woman next to me that is 400 fucking pounds. And I have to get out with my bubby behind a artistic name, I had to get out with him, and get, and she's like she can barely get out of the seat. She's groaning and moaning. I have to get by her. I it's, I can feel it dripping down my fucking stomach. And then I get into the bathroom and I throw everything away. I throw everything he had on away. I threw the little changing pad we had. I threw that the fuck away. Like everything I had, I threw away. And I came out and he's just in a onesie, and I'm just in like a, a white t-shirt that I, I luckily had in there. And it was just, and we had to be on the plane for another, you know, hour or so. And that was, that was, that's probably the worst one. The, the, the little fuzzy on his dick was funny, but that was the worst one. It, it would have been great if you'd have walked out with no shirt on. Yeah, I was close to it, man, because the, the shirt still had a little bit on there, and I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm going to smell a little bit. And it, and, and it just, you know, that was bad. And, 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 and I, I haven't eaten McDonald's since because I fucking smell that grease. The grease <laughs> came out of that kid's ass. It smells so bad. The worst part about those moments is they're so happy when it's over. And you're just so livid. <laughs> they're, they're happy yeah. because they know they got you. <laughs> yeah. So you, you look at their face, they're perfectly content, and you're like, you just had the worst moment in your whole life. Oh, it's brutal, man. All right. Tough. He wants to know, uh, did Anne Frank deserve it? Uh, I, I think, yeah. I think we have to go with that because that was, um, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, here's all. the here's the thing. We've all played hide-and-go-seek, <laughs> right? We've all played it when we were yeah. kids. You don't hide in the same place over and over and over again. No. Fucking move. Move. Yeah. Find a yeah, they, they always called her like hide and seek champion. It's like, no, you definitely lost. No, she got caught. Yeah, she no, yeah, she she didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, you got caught. R. Ruxin wants to know, is there one trade that made you the master or was it all of them? 
I mean, I mean, honestly, it was it was me. Like I had the name Trade Master, which was just kind of like a, you know, I, I love trading. I've been I'm doing fantasy for a long time. Like I always delved into it, and I realized like I've just joined a few like uh, leagues on the app. Centaur was the main one that I joined, and uh, that seemed like a prominent one. And I thought to myself like I have to I have to make something happen. Like but if I don't make a trade happen. Then I'm just gonna get called out of my bullshit, and then I and then I made the dinosaur trade happen. I made OBJ and AB on my team, and everyone like at the moment were like, "We're gonna fucking quit this league." Like they were thinking about making a money league, and then they pulled out because they're a bunch of pussies. So it's not a money league, probably because of that moment. And you know, so it's that that's probably when it happened, honestly. And uh, so the final question, the final question, and it's for me. It's from Swagzilly. He wants me to answer at the end of the episode is george or tyler the bigger dick here at the end of the episode the easy answer is it's always george but because but, but, yeah that's not true though because but because tyler refused to say fuck you Corey, he gets the title so uh, uh, fuck I'm, you jacob niner <laughs> fuck you jacob niner so there I, we go that I, makes me that makes me the biggest asshole right there I, i'm more than happy to concede that tyler is a bigger dick than me as long as he's willing to concede, I have a bigger dick than him. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you try, you're trying to think of something better to say, and you're just like, he, 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 he had nothing. Yeah. He had nothing. <laughs> facts win. Facts, facts went out on that one. I, I'm longer. I can hit the back, but I can barely feel the sides. You, on the other hand, you can feel the sides, but you ain't touching the back. <laughs> they can make it work. What is it? What does it say for me when I can't touch either? That's good for you. Who cares? You got kids. You're married. Fuck yeah. it, right? <laughs> I got mine. Hey, Tyler, thank you for being a guest on the show. We appreciate it, man. It was awesome. Um, do you have anything to plug besides besides your, your name on the app? Uh, you talked about you write blogs. It's for the Fantasy Life app blog. So do you have anything you want to plug, Tyler? I have nothing to plug. You know, I heard the whole thing. I have nothing to plug. Uh, honest to God. It's just like me talking about myself again. I wrote articles for the app, for the blog, the Fantasy Life blog for a little bit, and then I had to take over the business, like 100% take over my family business. So it was, you know, I, just, I ran out of time, and then I with my little man and whatnot. So I don't even know, like, like Gio had a, a, George had a bitch at me about Twitter and check that, and I didn't, I don't go on Twitter. I don't even really remember my names. I think I have two accounts. I have nothing to plug. So again, <laughs> again, though, it was fun to have you I on the like show. It. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. It was a good time. No, I enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, this will go down as like the worst interview we've ever done. <laughs> I think it's gonna go down as one of the best. If we've never had anybody get out the truck and piss while, while being interviewed, that was awesome. I, I really needed to do that. That's so good. <laughs> Listen, it's we're two hours in. I'm not holding anything against you. What we did is we lined up for for Neil. He can hear what didn't work, and then you can go on Clock Dodgers, <laughs> and he can only ask you the stuff that actually worked. We know I'm going to go ahead and say that there's a there's a zero percent chance that Neil asks me on Clock Dodgers now. <laughs> that, that's what we do. <laughs> so you're saying we ruined your podcasting career? There was a moment where I thought that podcasting was something I wanted to do, and this is yeah, this has killed it. I read <laughs> so does that mean you're not going to be my co-host anymore? I mean, I'll probably come back again, which is stupid, but I probably will. <laughs> so admit it, you had fun, right? I- I really like talking about nothing, but I hate talking about myself, and I think that came out really well on this podcast. But yeah, I like talking about garbage and nonsense and, you know, calling people weird things and whatnot. So, yeah. That's what we do. (laughs) That's right up our alley. (laughs) All right. So uh, that's going to end it for this episode. 
you can catch me on the Fantasy Life app. I'm at Dr. Mill. I'm at Geo. You can go to our website, www.bftgpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at BFTGpod. <laughs> Reach out to us on our email account. It is uh, bftgpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find Tyler on the Fantasy Life app where he is at Trademaster. And thank you for taking a break from your daily grind.